What's going on, everybody? This is Glenn, and welcome to another episode of the Glenn Thanks the Podcast. Another episode that I'm recording now, and I'm going to talk about current events that have happened, and uh, it's going to be dated. And you're going to be when this episode finally does come out, you will be like, uh, you'll be like, man, that happened. Like that's not new. That happened a long time ago. But I mean, I'm not releasing this episode because I am still. I'm currently. Uh, still participating in the biggest joke, the most time-consuming joke. I'm putting the most work into this uh, Dawson's Creek podcast. Uh, I'm doing more. I'm putting more into that than I've ever put into this podcast. So that that's funny. Did you uh, did you guys see the McGregor fight? Did you see that? If you blinked, you missed it. The McGregor fight. He fought Cowboy, and uh, it was it was so like the highlight reel from that fight was longer than the actual fight pretty much because immediately in the first round he got a knockout right and then he went over there to cowboy and he's like you know he's hugging cowboy and he's on his best behavior because he's on like some kind of some kind of trouble over in ireland but uh yeah so i just was like man that's that's that was I kind of didn't see that coming. I I I was kind of thinking that that McGregor might win, but I thought about man, there are some people that put money on that fight uh, that that won a whole lot of money, and then there's some people that really lost their shirt, you know. Which I guess that's like yeah, Glenn. That's how it always is when people gamble on a fight. But yeah, McGregor was like tap tap, and that was like done, man. It was quick. And, like, the pay-per-view. Like, I didn't buy the pay-per-view uh, because, like, right after the fight, I was able to see exactly what happened. But but that's, uh, man, what a quick fight that was. But uh, I'm not going to talk about a lot of sports on this podcast because I know that I kind of went on a tangent uh, last uh, episode. I kind of went on a tangent about the Houston Astros, so uh, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that today, man. Let me tell you something. I'm uh I'm missing doing this. I'm missing putting this out every week. I I really didn't think I really didn't think that it was that uh big of a deal to me, but I guess after doing this podcast for so long and then just not I mean, I'm still doing it, which is fun, but then not getting to release these. It's just kind of weird, man. It, it's it's kind of I don't know. It just something feels off about not putting this podcast out every week. And uh, talking to people about the stuff that I talk about on the podcast, but uh, I mean, for the, I'm committed. I'm like in very deep. I'm in deep with this this whole new podcast that I created. So, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna carry carry on, and you know, this will come out when it comes out today. On today's episode, I'm gonna have a little bit of fun in the beginning, and I'm gonna talk about some stuff, uh, some some kind of light stuff, some. Um, maybe a little nostalgic stuff for myself. Uh, but then at the end of this podcast, I'm going to talk about something that's really controversial, uh, which I usually don't do on this podcast. If you, if you, uh, if you listen to me, you know that I try to steer away from certain topics that are controversial just because I think that there's enough people in the world that, that talk about things that are a lot more educated than me, but you know, something happened uh, this past week that kind of rocked the world. And I'm a huge comedy fan. Uh, and, uh, so something big happened in the comedy world too. And, uh, I just wanted to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it and, and just kind of, I don't know. I kind of want to explore. I really don't even know what I want to say yet, 
because this is just unscripted. So I kind of want to, I don't know, kind of resolve how I feel and, uh, uh, about the whole thing. And so we're going to do that at the end of the podcast. So you, if you don't have a strong stomach, you might want to listen to the first bit of this podcast and then I'll let you know when to shut it off. But we're here and it's a beautiful day and let's get into this dealio. Did I actually just say, what's the dealio? <laughs> Wasn't that a song? What's the dealio, dealio? Man, I forgot about it. It's just weird how stuff will come up in your subconscious. Like in your, that's in your subconscious. It'll just come out sometimes. It's weird how stuff just comes out sometimes. <laughs> ah, there's the deep statement for the day. Did y'all hear about Amber Heard beating Johnny Depp up? Like how that recording came out where she's like admitting to physical violence with him when she's been playing a victim uh, all this time. Now, like this new recording has come. I don't even know how it comes out. I just listened to it. I don't know if it was leaked by his lawyers or what happened where she admits to like beating the crap out of him. And he was like the bad guy. He was like put in the light of being the bad guy for all this time. And like uh, I just saw it trending on Twitter last night and I was like, ah, let me listen to it. And uh, he's like, oh, you're beating me. You beat me. You know how Johnny Depp is like, oh, man, I felt bad for the guy. You know, I felt bad for him because you look at her and she does have that crazy look. I don't care, man. I don't care. I don't even care, man. She has that look. You know how some people just have that look where you're like, oh, they're a psycho. You know, she has that look. And then you listen to her talk and it all matches up, you know. And it was I just felt bad for little dainty Johnny Depp, you know. He's not a tough guy, even in, uh, even in, uh, what's the movie? Donnie Brasco, where he plays Joe Pistone, which is like one of my favorite mobster movies. He, uh, he's even not really that great. I mean, he's a good actor. See his acting, he could pull it off, but like in the real world world, you're like, yeah, Johnny Depp could never really infiltrate the mob. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause if you put his picture next to, uh, Next to Joe Pistone, the FBI agent that actually did it, you're just like, yeah, I could see them letting that guy in, but not Johnny Depp. You know what I mean? It's just, if you you feel bad. I felt bad for the the girl beating up Johnny Depp. You know, it, probably nothing will come of it. You know, and that's not me being some kind of male, you know, chauvinist type. You know, because yeah, it's not it's not like I'm like oh like there's an epidemic of women beating up men, but there are man, and when 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 there are women that beat up men like Johnny Depp, uh, it's just, it, it, they should be treated the same. You know what I mean? They should be treated the exact same as if the roles were reversed in a domestic violence situation because it's not, it's not okay for, uh, what's his name? The guy off of, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. What's even his name on that? I was never a huge Jack Sparrow. I was never huge into those movies. I don't know. I just didn't get some people. I get. I don't know. Some people are in love with that. Like the, like the. I think a lot of women like the bad boy image. You know, like that Jack Sparrow was wandering around all drunk and crazy. He's a pirate. You know, but you kind of have a weird little. I don't know. You have a weird little thing going on. If you got a thing for, for I have a thing for pirates. <laughs> that's just kind of an odd 
fantasy to have in my opinion but uh yeah i saw that and it was like it's funny but it's not funny you know what i mean like um so he was he was recording her i guess he was recording you know he's like i'm going to prove that you've beaten me but um but anyway yeah so that happened and then uh something else that's happened uh that actually happened yesterday that is really really sad for me is um is there's this old country store and it's about I would say a quarter mile from, I grew up in the country when I moved to South Carolina, I moved as outside the city limits. So I, but like cow pastures were on two sides of, uh, of where I grew up and, uh, like woods and it, it's just like out in the country. Well, there's this old country. It's like a two story, uh, country store. That's about a quarter mile, uh, from the house that I grew up in. And it's like, uh, it's at a crossroads where two major roads cross and you know, they had gas for years and, uh, we knew the people like we know the people that, uh, my family and the family that runs the store are friends. And, and so, uh, and they were actually in my dad's church and growing up. And so, uh, so they closed the doors yesterday and the store has been there since the 1800s. And it's kind of like if you're giving somebody directions, you would say, well, do you know where the store is? And everybody knew where the store is, you know, and everybody, when you were a little kid, you'd go in there like on my way to baseball practice, I might stop in there and get some bubble gum. Uh, you, a lot of people would stop in there and get the, the glass bottle coaxed. And a lot of old men, like old farmers in the area and old men, they would gather around. There was like a potbelly stove and they would gather around it and probably tell lies to each other. And it was just kind of like a fixture in the community. Well, they closed their doors yesterday uh, just because they can't compete with all the other stores. They said they can't even buy uh, the stuff in their stores. Uh, they can't even buy it for what other stores are selling it for. So there was just no way for them to compete. They actually even put like a grill, like a little restaurant in to try to keep it afloat. And uh, it just didn't work out, you know. And uh, I mean, I, you can't blame somebody for saying, you know, we got to hang it up. Uh, we got to hang it up because uh, we're just not making money because business is business, you know, and the world's a changing place and you got to evolve with the times. But it's been there since like the 1800s. So it's kind of a big deal. And like I've gone way because I live on the other side of the town now. Uh, so I live about 20 minutes away while I found myself this past week just driving by, like going way out of my way just to drive by there. Uh, I don't know, just because it's kind of a sad thing to process because it's like somewhere I don't, I don't live near there anymore. So I don't really go in there. Uh, the last time I went in there, I think that I was getting one of my kids an ice cream and I went to the restaurant and, uh, it just, I don't know. It's, it's it's weird how some stuff goes away and technology and all this stuff and Amazon Prime is great. You know, it's at my door the next day and, you know, all this stuff. But we sacrifice some of that old timey stuff. You know what I mean? Like that that people that are my age kind of grew up with and people that are older. And I was thinking, you know, a lot of people that would go in that store and get a loaf of bread or order some work boots or buy some overalls, like that whole generation has pretty much died off. And so 
you know, people go to like a Dollar General store or Walmart if they need a gallon of milk, you know, instead of going to the old country store. And it's just like times change, man. And and it's just kind of weird how how sometimes it's for the good, but you kind of sacrifice these little things for the greater good, I guess you would say. You know, and instead of small time, small town, like I still, I try to support like myself. If I go to, there's a Piggly Wiggly in my town and I'll go to the Piggly Wiggly instead of the chain grocery store, the other chain grocery store, because I know this is like, it's like walking back in time and I know that it won't be there for that long. And so smaller independent type stuff. I like going to even when it comes to restaurants and stuff, because like the big chains, it's only a matter of time, you know, so that's been going on. And that might not be you might be like, who cares? But I mean, everybody has that kind of stuff, you know, everybody kind of has that kind of stuff in their life where you grew up with something like maybe it's Blockbuster, which was a chain back in the day. Maybe it's a video rental store in your town that you have the memories. You remember the smell when you'd walk in, you know, and you'd look at the back of all the boxes of movies and uh and then that stuff kind of goes away, you know, and you're telling your kids that and they're like, "What's a video cassette?" You know, "What's a VCR?" And uh it's just it was like a different time, man. And so uh so yeah, that happened this week. Something else that uh something else that I saw this past week that made me laugh and I'm, I'm constantly, I know on this podcast a, a handful of times I've talked about and been sarcastic about social media and the deal with social media and how everybody, I think that everybody is on their best behavior. Maybe that's not what I'm trying to say. I mean, everybody's trying to look their best on social media, like and portray their life. Not everybody, but a lot of people try to portray their life as something that it's not. Maybe on Instagram, maybe on Twitter, maybe on Facebook. When your your family's so happy, like the I talked about on a podcast in the past. I think it was the Christmas picture of uh, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, where they Photoshop their daughter into the photo because she was just. Uh, she didn't want to be in the photo and they were having a time with her. And so they photoshopped her in, you know, to look like, uh, this big happy family, which at the time they were not because one of their kids were, you know, just showing out. And so that perfectly kind of encapsulates, I shouldn't even say words that I can't say, Hey, that popped in my head that big word that I can't even pronounce. Maybe I should say it on a podcast. (laughs) And people will think that I'm smarter than what I am while I'm talking about uh, social media where people are trying to act like something they're not. Man. But anyway, so... uh, So, yeah, I've talked about that before. And I mean, that's like... uh, I think that that's a problem with kids and I think that's a problem with people, you know, because you're always comparing your life to these other people's lives. And I know a lot of people have taught about this. It might be boring to you. But anyway, I saw this picture this week and it perfectly, it perfectly summed up social media to me. Uh, And it was this lady and she, I think it was in Target. I want to say it was in Target. And she had a... She, I'm sorry if you listen to this podcast. It's something I saw on Twitter. I don't know if it's a follower. I think that it's like something somebody liked and it just popped up like, you know, so-and-so like this. 
it was a picture of um, a lady from the back and she was pushing a car. It was like a full body shot. And she would like had a winter coat on and a toboggan and, you know, it's somewhere where it's cold, maybe some boots. But she had on these uh, tights, like the leggings tights that women wear. And so you could see her butt was pretty, I mean, it was like, bam, it was right there. You know what I mean? And uh, I guess it was all right. You know, I don't know. But she, uh, the post was this picture and it was a picture of her. And she said, my husband keeps taking pictures of me from the back and sending them to me. Right. That's what the post was. And, um, uh, I mean, it wasn't like uh, those squats or, you know, really starting to pay off because it's like, it's, it wasn't like, you know, here's a picture of my butt. Give me attention, you know? And she was getting a lot of likes and retweets and comments. It wasn't like, uh, look at my butt, which to me, when I saw the post, I was like, it might as well say that it may as well just say, this is my, this is a picture, a picture of my buttocks. You know, instead she was like, my husband keeps taking pictures of me from the back in the store and sending them to me. <laughs> and it was kind of like, you know, exactly, you know, exactly what you're doing. Because if, if he did that, if your husband did that, then you would just take the picture. It would like be a joke between you and him. Right. But that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough. You might have even gotten him to take that picture of you. You know, I don't know. But you knew exactly what you were doing when you put it on social media. But you acted like you didn't like know what you were doing. And that's like the women that do the like the posts about, you know, look at my cute puppy. And they're holding a dog next to their breast. And it's just all cleaved like three quarters of the shot is clear. You know exactly what you're doing. And people do that. And it's just like, man, like I looked up when I saw that post. When I saw that post, I swear, I looked up what did the first computer look like. And I looked at the first computer that that ever was invented. I'm not going to give like the what it was, like the year or whatever. But it was like a room. It was like this huge room. And there's this computer that's probably a small, small fraction, could do a small fraction of what my phone can do now. And they worked so hard and they had all these people in the room. And, you know, they, they, the dreams were big. People were probably like, you know, this is, this is going to be great. The, the, the text technology is advancing. And this, you know, this can be such a powerful tool for good, you know. And then you fast forward. If you fast forward, you know, 50 years, 60 years, and you have people posting pictures of their butt and then acting like they don't know what they're doing. Like, isn't this, why is my husband doing this? I just don't understand. And <laughs> I was thinking if those people from back then that were working on this could see what the end result was, what we actually used the technology for, the, the scientists would have been like, yeah, I quit. <laughs> like, I just, no, 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 I quit. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna support this. This is, this is preposterous. 
But I just like, it just made me laugh. I, and I took it to that on my own for no one's amusement but myself. I took it to that level because it was just so, when I see stuff like that, it just brings me somewhere. I'm like, maybe I'm not the typical male. You know, I'm not, I'm not a teenager anymore that sees something. Like, oh, oh, look at that. Yay. But I, 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 I see humor and stuff like that now, even if. Even if that's not the the goal, like lady, you're not fool. Who who are you trying to fool? You know what I mean. And I guess I'm. I I just don't care. To where if you want that, if a pretty woman wants attention from me, like you're married, number one. Yeah, you you said your husband took the picture. So why are you on social media trying to get attention from other men? Number one, that's hilarious to me. Like that's that's a that's a that's a rock solid relationship if I ever saw one, and like number two, if you do want attention, just ask for it. You know what I mean? Just be like, bam! I be looking fly. Like, wait, don't 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 try to play mind games with me. And then a lot of people, I think that a lot of people are smart. You know what I mean? But a lot of people play into this kind of stuff, and they're like, I'll play along. You know, even though I know that this is. All bogus. Yeah, it's just funny to me. You know, I've ranted enough about it. All right. So I'll stop. I'll stop. Okay. The next <laughs> the next thing that I want to talk about is something that really happened. Uh, it happened a week ago. And uh, it was really a shock. And it was really tragic. It was Kobe Bryant. And uh, was there was a bunch of people on the helicopter crash. Um, I'm not going to... Um, let me look it up, you know, because it was, um, it was a lot of people on the, um, on the helicopter that crashed, um, helicopter victims. And so I don't want to minimize, um, I really don't want to talk about this lightly and minimize, um, minimize the the other victims that were on the plane or on the helicopter um because it was like a shock it was like a shock to the world and um and so let's see here um there was Kobe Bryant there was Gianna Bryant his daughter um there was John Kerry and Alyssa Al Al Tabelli, um, there was Sarah and Peyton Chester and Christina Mauser, M-A-U-S-E-R, Mauser, um, let's see, Era Zobayan, uh, and I think that's it, one, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, I think that's it. I think there were nine people on board. And, and what a tragedy that was. Like that was, that was horrific. Yeah, that was a horrific thing. And it shook the sports world. And I'm not one of those people. I'm not one of those people that when someone dies, I'm like a huge fan of theirs. Uh, you know, just because they're dead. I kind of grew up a little, like a little bit before when I was really into basketball, it was like kind of the Jordan era. And, you know, I grew up watching people like Magic, 
uh, Jordan Pippen. You know, I was in sh- uh, near Charlotte, so you know Alonzo Mor- Alonzo Mourning, Larry Johnson, Dale Curry, Steph Curry's dad. Um, a lot of these, uh, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, Dennis Rodman, a lot of these guys, you know, that were, were playing right when Kobe first came in, they were kind of getting towards the end of their career. Like Shaquille O'Neal, a big, like, I'm, I'm a bigger Shaq fan now that he's retired than I was, you know, when he played, but, uh, but what a terrible, terrible thing to happen. You know what I mean? And, um, it's like when something like that happens, um, when a celebrity dies like that or a major figure like that, uh, everybody kind of, uh, jumps online and starts, you know, giving their condolences and saying how terrible it is. And everybody's, you know, upset, you know, he's a part of my childhood. And, um, and so this is a part of the podcast where it's going to get a little bit controversial and if you don't have the stomach for that sort of a thing, uh, thanks for listening, and you should go to the next episode. But I wanted to talk about something that happened um, right when Kobe died, and uh, I just want to talk about it, right? Um, so it's really tragic when something like this happens, right? Um, I'm a big comedy fan. I love stand-up comedy. I love comedy. I love laughing. I love uh, not taking life so seriously. Uh, I like comedians. I've always liked comedians that kind of push the envelope and will like step over the line. Like uh, Carlin said, George Carlin said, this isn't like word for word verbatim. This is just like a close to what he said he said it's a it's a comedian's job to find that line um of what's appropriate and inappropriate and to step over that line on purpose like i'm just paraphrasing that's not exactly word for word what he says but that's what george carlin said and if you know anything about george carlin that's he did that in his career uh with that being said i like a comedian and i have liked a comedian for a long time named ari shafir and uh, Ari Shafir is exa- like he is the poster boy for finding that line and stepping over that line. If you know anything about it. like a lot of people didn't even know who Ari Shafir was until the day that Kobe Bryant died. And he actually put out a tweet and uh, he put out a tweet about what had just happened and uh, I'm going to read the tweet now. And it's just kind of, you know, this is not my normal. Um, this is not my normal style on podcasting, but it's something that I do want to talk about because it's something I've been reading about and paying attention to uh, recently. So I just want to talk about it over the last week. I've been, you know, thinking about it. And hopefully, you know, enough time's gone by to where anybody that heard about this that's upset that listens to my podcast would just uh, maybe... I don't know. Maybe go through this this in my head with me. Um, this was the tweet that he put out. Kobe Bryant died 23 years too late today. He got away with rape because all the Hollywood liberals who attack comedy enjoy rooting for the Lakers more than they dislike rape. Big ups to the hero who forgot to gas up his chopper. I hate the Lakers. What a great day. Hashtag F the Lakers. Right. And uh, so that was the tweet that came out and immediately as you can imagine i mean this came out without this tweet came out uh 
within hours of it announcing that uh, Will I Get coming out that I think T- TMZ broke the news first. Uh, this came out with a, within hours of the actual helicopter crash. And um, then he he said, I've been hacked. He retweeted his own tweet and left a comment and said, I've been hacked. Well, then after he uh, after he did that, he posted a video on Instagram. I believe it was a video on Instagram. And I found the video here. And let's see. Let's see if I can play this for you. And like I said, this isn't for the week uh, of of heart i guess uh but here's the video let's see if i can get it to show up here there's always a lot of like hate pain in the world and it's always a bunch of terrible stories and every once in a while there's a good story a good story comes out the guy who got away with rape got his today kobe bryant is a god i'm here in charlotte the home of the team that originally drafted him uh Maybe he wouldn't have raped that chicken Denver if he had been if he had stayed in Charlotte with the Hornets. But anyway, the point is, dude, it's like as I know, there's always a lot. Of- so that's like the video or most of the video that he uh, that he did, and like it upset a lot of people. Like every and you know I can understand why it would upset a lot of people that. Um, you know, that liked Kobe Bryant, there's like death threats. I think his, the talent agency that represented him dropped him. Uh, shows were getting, uh, death threats, uh, where he is supposed to perform. He had to cancel some dates. Um, that's really dark. There's there. It's a really dark, that is dark. I don't know if you would even call it comedy. You know what I mean? Because I'm a fan of Ari's and every time somebody dies, this is not new. This is like this isn't something that he just started doing. Whenever someone dies, you know that Ari's gonna post something or say something immediately, like insulting that person, like just saying the most horrible thing that um, that he can possibly come up with. There's a couple. There's a couple. Like I found a few of these kinds of tweets, and uh, Ralphie May, which I loved. Ralphie May. I still love Ralphie May. He he's one of my favorite comedians. He's he uh he passed away. If you don't know who Ralphie May is, you should definitely look up Ralphie May. Hilarious comic. He was huge. He was huge though. He was like a really really fat guy and uh the, he was good friends with Ari Shafir. Well, right after Ralphie May died, Ari tweeted, Ralphie May fell asleep during Bonnaroo concerts. The only day I couldn't see this coming was August 21st when he passed in front of the sun. That's what he said about his friend Ralphie May. Uh, and that was in 2017, uh, October the 6th. And then, um, and then when Stephen Hawking died, um, Let's see, this is March 14th, 2018. He tweeted, Stephen Hawking was in a wheelchair because he mocked handicapped people when he was younger. All of his research into the origins of the cosmos meant nothing compared to what he should have been studying, which is karma. Bitch, enjoy your wheelchair in heaven. That shit carries over. That was what he said about Stephen Hawking. Anthony Bourdain killed himself because Roseanne was his favorite show. I hope you're all happy. That was like when Anthony Bourdain hung himself uh, and Roseanne had just been canceled. So he did that. Aretha Franklin showed generations of black people that big can be beautiful, dooming them to a diabetes epidemic roast in hell monster. 
Um, let's see. Hey McCain, when John McCain died. Hey McCain, you should have run eight years earlier before everybody started liking black people. By the way, hell is a POW camp, you footnote of a loser. Um, and it just, I mean, it goes on and on. Like, uh, Tom Petty had a terrible voice. He sounded like Bob Dylan effed a corpse. So happy God spent his entire Yom Kipper plotting to kill him. And even underneath that tweet, Mark Maron, uh, tweeted back at him, what's wrong with you? And Ari said, ha ha ha, I like destroying gods. And, uh, so as you can imagine, like, this is not, this is nothing, uh, this is nothing new that he's doing. Okay. And I'm not saying that really in his defense because he said, um, he said a lot, you know, both in that video and in the tweet, he said a lot. He has since released an apology that is on Instagram. If you want to look it up, you can look up Ari apology that he posted on Instagram. And he, you know, was talking about how he didn't know that kids were on the, uh, helicopter, when he tweeted, as soon as he found out, he immediately just uh, tweeted something terrible about Kobe because I guess Kobe Bryant had been uh, accused of rape and uh, back in the day, and uh, and then there was a settlement, and that was that, and uh, and so I don't really, I mean, he just he, I mean, he called a guy that just got killed with his daughter a rapist, and. Uh, he just, I don't know. He said that, you know, my fans expect this from me and this is what I do. And it's really not, I don't know. It's really not that tweet wasn't really funny to me. Like I'm a fan of dark comedy. I really am. There's some stuff that's dark that makes you laugh. You know what I mean? But then there's other stuff where you're just kind of like, ah, you know, and I like my opinion, this whole situation, because people are calling for his address to be released. He's getting all kinds of death threats. People are saying stuff like he's going to get touched. He needs to get touched. I'm a, you know, I'm a find you. And like people are really, they're really on their high horse because he said something terrible about somebody that passed away. Right. And so I was thinking about that this week. I was thinking about it. Not, I watched a lot of people's reactions uh, to this, and I saw how emotional people were, and it kind of proves how powerful words can be, you know, like the things that you say really, um, they really affect people, and I, yeah, I was talking about earlier in the podcast about how, uh, I was talking about how, like, what we do with the internet, and I think that what we do with the internet uh, a problem that we have that they didn't have a hundred years ago is we can instantly have a platform to people all over the world to express a feeling before that feeling processes. Before we're really through processing that feeling, we can instantly be like, yo, I feel like this. People should kill him. That's like what people are doing, you know? And, and Ari used that too. He used the technology to really, uh, I mean, make a joke and hit people when people are still in shock of what happens. He's like, I'm going to troll everybody. And that's basically, that's what Ari is on social media is he is a troll. He, uh, he likes to mess with people and, and 
you know, his fans, his fans kind of come to expect it. So they know what he's doing. But if you don't listen or if you don't watch Ari or if you don't, if he's not on your radar and you don't know who he is, like you don't, you know that, you know, the kind of person that talks so much that cries wolf so much was it the boy who cried wolf, the book, the kid, the children's book. And he cried wolf so many times that people just started ignoring him. That's kind of how Ari is to me, you know, like some of his stuff that I like, like his uh, podcast. He had this podcast last year where he, it was last year. I think it was like 2019 and he interviewed this homeless person and it was just such a cool because, you know, a lot of these uh, comedians and celebrities that have podcasts, they'll interview famous people and other celebrities or other comedians. Ha ha. And they'll laugh and have a good time. But uh, but Ari interviewed this homeless person and it was probably my favorite podcast from the whole year because it was like a homeless person. And he gave this person a platform to just talk. He just talked to them. He treated them like a human. Like when you live in a big city or around a big city and there's a lot of homeless people, you just kind of overlook them and you never think of what a conversation would be like with them. You know what I mean? Just honestly. And he did a podcast and I think he gave her some money. And, uh, I mean, he did give her some money for, uh, talking to him for an hour or two. And it was just, a it was just, a a really natural conversation between the two of them. And I really, I mean, I did enjoy it and that's not taking up for him. And that's not me trying to say, defend him and say he has a human side, you know, which you can think what you want about me. It's really not that big of a deal. What you think about me. Uh, I'm just saying he's trolling everybody. This is nothing new. And just the level of outrage that I saw was like, man, he finally, it's finally a celebrity that, you know, people, you know, when you're in the sports world, people get obsessed with athletes, you know, and Kobe was a great, one of the greatest basketball players. And this was definitely something that was felt around the world. But, you know, it's really amazing to me when I when I started processing everything that was going on. um, It's really amazing to me that there is a lot of terrible there are a lot of terrible people in the world, actual terrible people that traffic um, that traffic people like human trafficking that are that are cold blooded murders that hurt kids that destroy families that that the that wreak havoc uh serial killers rapists uh human traffickers uh just the list goes on and on politician <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> uh but that, i mean there are these horrible person people in the world and just the level of outrage that I saw over one single tweet, not to minimize what he said, you know, because like I said, it was like a troll. It was, I don't know. I like to think that I'm a dark comedy connoisseur and more the shock value. You're like, Oh, I can't believe he said that. Like, ah, like it's not, it just wasn't there for me when I read that. And, uh, 
but it was just kind of strange to me how there's all these people that are actually doing horrible things in the world uh, right now, and the level of outrage is not the same as what people are publicly uh, expressing towards Ari right now. And I just find that kind of, I find that kind of sad, but in the society that we live in, I totally, it doesn't shock me, right? I find it sad, but it doesn't shock me that that, that is the case. Um, I'm the kind of person, like when I was younger, if you said something that I didn't like, I would get, um, it would, it would make me upset. Yeah. But, um, as I've gotten older, I kind of, I'm kind of like live and let live, man. You know, as more like, as more how I am. Like if I don't like what you're saying, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to hurt you in any kind of way. Really? I'm just going to be like, you know, do your thing. I don't have to support what you're doing. I don't ever have to listen to you ever again. But a lot of people that didn't ever, I, I think a lot of people that got really upset. I mean, he did, I'm sure he did lose some fans over this, but I don't think that the people that, that, uh, that are so angry really, really got what he's doing anyway. You know what I mean? And so it was like, it was something in poor taste because there was, there was a, um, there was kids, there were kids, you know, on that. It's like every parent's worst. It's the worst thing. It's a, it's just horrific to think about, you know what I mean? But then you look at stand-up comedy and you look at, you know, the jokes that were about Columbine shooting. You look at the jokes uh, about 9-11 where a lot of people got killed. Uh, you look at, like, jokes about the Catholic Church. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And so, I don't know. I would encourage everybody to simmer down, <laughs> right? And I'm not really one way or another. I, if you say something and you're my friend... Uh, or my family member that I don't agree with, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, I have your back and regardless, but then I'll pull you aside and be like, yo, you shouldn't have said that's messed up. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, he's not my friend. I don't know him. I've never met him, but, but at the same time I can see, like, I've listened to him enough to know that, you know, that is, who he is, is he tries to shock people. And it's not always, I mean, he's not always, it's not like he's my favorite comedian. It's, it's an acquired taste. You know, some of his stuff is an acquired taste. I do encourage people to listen to, uh, I think it's called Spange, Spange or, or Spanging, the name of his, uh, podcast, uh, where he's talking to the homeless person because it was a good, to me, it was a good, uh, I, it was just something different to listen to. I don't know, but that's something that I wanted to uh, that I wanted to address today on my podcast because it was just I don't know. It was like pouring gas on like something. It was just crazy because you heard about it, and I was still in shock. Even though I'm not a big Kobe fan, I was still in shock when I started seeing what he had done and how people were like flipping out about it. And I was just like, man, this is crazy. He he stepped in an anthill when he did that. Um, so, yeah, that all happened. But <laughs> thank you for going through that with me. I know that that's not my normal thing. I know that it got all serious 
you know, it got all serious. This podcast was like, well, a store that, uh, that I grew up going to is, uh, is closing. And then I'm like, ladies, butt. <laughs> oh, that was funny. What the ladies, butt? that was funny. Come on, give me that. But, uh, and then I've got all depressed at the end, like started talking about all this heavy stuff, but it was like a crazy thing. You know, the stuff like that doesn't happen every day. And uh, so it was just kind of a, I don't know, what a long, strange trip it's been, right? But uh, thanks for listening to my podcast today. I don't know when this will come out. It'll come out sometime. It'll come out soon. But uh, I love you guys. I miss you guys. And uh, and this will drop whenever it drops. I hope that you all have a great, great week and a great day when you hear this. Thank you for supporting the Glenn Thanks the Podcast as we... Uh, as we go on this this journey together, you know, it's been crazy. It's been fun. It's been a blast, but we're going to keep on rolling with it. And uh, everybody be good to each other. Maybe don't say crazy things, but it's all right to say crazy. I say crazy. I say crazy things all the time. But uh, but <laughs> but usually they don't hurt people like that. But uh, I hope that everybody has a great week and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.